Hello everyone, I'm Andrew Reed, Juris Doctor, Small Business Development, IT and Marketing Guru from sunny Victoria, BC. Follow me for new podcasts on beginner investing in business as I survive, grow and prosper in a post-COVID Canada. Disclaimer, my podcast and YouTube content offer very generalized information that has been beneficial to me. Always do your homework and due diligence and make sure that any moves you make are in your own best interest. Nothing in my content is any kind of advice and continuing to listen constitutes acceptance of this disclaimer in its entirety. Today's podcast, starting investment into the stock market or into crypto when over 30 years old. Now, this podcast applies to pretty much anyone in any country, but let's start with the elephant in the room, a big point. If you had started earlier, you would end up with more wealth overall. This uh, can't get away from that. Can't get around it. It's a simple fact. But how much wealth you will have depends on how you deal with that fact. So... Do you interpret it as, I don't have any more time to waste? If so, then keep listening. If you interpret it as, it's too late for me, well, you're wrong. If you start near or in your 40s like me, you can still build a modestly comfortable mid-60s retirement, regardless of your income. Um, it will darn sure be better than living off government retirement alone, like Social Security and Canada Pension, I can guarantee you that. So how are we going to build a little next nest egg before we are even older than this? Simple formula, of course, my favorite kind of formula. Maximize your income, minimize your expenses, create a diversified portfolio with only low to moderate risk investments, on a 15 to 25 year timeline. Please check out my previous podcast for in-depth guides into maximizing income, minimizing expenses, and a lot more. This is what I've found to be the safest bet for many people in my demographic. Um, do some of us gamble with high risk and win despite the odds? Of course, of course. But I am not willing to lose more than a 7 to 10% chunk of my portfolio to losses caused by high risk. And it's up to you to decide what percentage of risky assets you are comfortable with. Um, the more risk you take, the more you stand to gain, and the more you stand to lose. Now, if you are brand new to investing, uh, step one, it is time to get a bank account that is made for investing. The less taxable this account is, the better. Canadians have the beautiful tax-free savings account, or TFSA, and the slightly less beautiful retirement savings plan, or RSP. In the United States, you have Roth and traditional IRAs, as well as self-managed 401k plans. Uh, whatever country you're in, get to know your bank account types 
so you can determine the best vehicle for your hard-earned funds. In Canada, I recommend beginners try Wealth Simple for their investment banking accounts. Why? Well, it is super simple, secure, and above all, no commission fees when trading stocks. This to me is priceless. It gives you the power to take profits freely while mitigating loss. And to increase your portfolio by amounts as low as a dollar at a time, it all adds up, folks. Now, I'm not sponsored by Wealthsimple in any way, and they are not aware that I am advocating for them. But both you and I would receive the value of a stock or two. It's randomly selected if you sign up using the link in this podcast intro. Or you can just go uh, in Google to anchor.fm slash Canada Stock Market. That's anchor.fm slash Canada Stock Market. And you can uh, find that sign up link there so that we can both get a free stock from you signing up. And I am overjoyed with each stock value that I've been sent so far. So thank you to those who have already signed up. Thank you so much. Um, Remember when you do sign up to share your own link to family and friends so you can also get rewarded with free stocks when they sign up. I personally just can't resist nearly effortless free money. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, well, enough wealth simple promotion. Let's move on to what to buy first once you have that investment bank account set up. So it's often recommended um, that to minimize your risk while getting the most likely stable gains over time, the most likely stable gains over time, that you buy into the U.S. stock market as a whole, Uh, specifically into the top 500 stocks known as the S&P 500. Owning all of these at once, this gets you a steady 8 to 10% over time historically. Um, For the U.S. and Canada, Vanguard is a bank that sells this bundle of stocks on the stock exchanges. This is called an ETF or an exchange-traded fund. Just know that it is the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF. Uh, No matter what investment account, you can usually just type this in and search for it. So this ETF is very popular because uh, Vanguard will keep it up to date. They'll manage it, but they only charge a very tiny amount to do that for you. And you don't pay for this directly, uh, this little charge. It's charged against the value of the bundle of stocks itself. For example, if the bundle is 100 and the value goes up to 110 in a year, 10%, uh, it will only go up to, say, 109.98 because of the management fee charged by the bank. Most investors into this these kind of funds find this fee to be worth it. Um, So bundles of stocks, these ETFs, are bought by their ticker symbol. And in Canada, the symbol for the Vanguard S&P 500 is VFY, VFY. Um, You can Google it in your own country to see if the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF or something similar is available to you. So start here. And if you are paying commissions, try to buy chunks of, say, $200 USD or more so that you minimize the amount of commission fees you're paying because they can really hurt your overall profit. If you can avoid commission fees using things like Wealthsimple, maybe Robinhood, I'm not entirely sure about that, then you can buy in whatever chunk you like over $1. 
So you can buy $1 worth or $2 worth whenever you have a couple extra dollars in your bank account. And this is a great way to build a substantial amount quickly by not buying things like luxury goods or lessening your purchases of those and instead buying assets that make you money like stocks. All right, so congratulations when you get this far and you're now owning a uh, bundle of stocks that represent the S&P 500. You could keep this going forever and do better than almost all financial planners. No kidding, you can just stick with this one ETF, continue to invest in it, and over time, um, you'll do better than almost all financial planners, hedge funds, Wall Street brokers, etc. Historically, it is just very difficult to beat the market as a whole, which is what you just bought into. And if you try to beat it, you have higher risk of bigger losses. But as you gain more knowledge, if you really dedicate yourself to, to knowledge, maybe you can um, do better, right? And that's a, that's a risk that's up to you to take. Now, investing in something like the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF is probably the most sensible path for most people in my or any demographic in any country. But what if you're at that point, you've got a strong foundation, but you hunger for a little more control and a bit more risk and potentially more gains? In this case, it's often going to come down to your research and your networking. Uh, so... You must strive to learn as much as you can about macro and microeconomics. You don't need to be able to figure out compound interest over time by hand on paper. Computers can do that for you. But you should know exactly what I mean when I, when I say that, right? And know how to figure it out on the computer. Um, and also learn any other personal finance or economic knowledge that you can get your hands on. Then, in the sectors of the stock market in which you are most knowledgeable, uh, for some, it might be medical. For some, it might be financial tech. Um, you can start diving in to the individual companies. Learn how to determine their long-term viability, stability, and growth potential. And how to determine if the current price is a bargain or if it's overpriced. That's what it really boils down to. Um, there is infinite information out there on YouTube, but not all of it is accurate. Experience can be both valuable and a hindrance as we go into uncharted territories, right? So if somebody's been investing for 80 years um, and they're gung-ho about gold, well, as you might have heard, that may not be the way to go to hedge against inflation anymore, right? Um, but somebody who just started, you know, 10 years ago and has been exposed to Bitcoin since the beginning and has seen it gone up constantly, um, maybe pushing for things like Bitcoin over gold, and that might be the right way to go. Um, so here's a couple uh, YouTubers that I, I greatly admire and mostly agree with. So in the USA, you have Meet Kevin, M-E-E-T, Kevin. Um, this guy is very savvy at economics. He's smart about politics. Um, he's made 42 million or more. He's now a dad in his early 30s, and he isn't stopping anytime soon. He has a lot to teach about real estate, economics. Um, now, real estate is a strong income stream for the highly motivated wealth seekers out there. Um, there's easier ways to get into it, which you can um, find in some of my previous podcasts on REITs, R-E-I-T, REITs, right? This is a way of investing in real estate without actually having to take care of the property, which suits uh, people like me very nicely. 
Um, so also you have Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful found on the shark tank and he has lots of really valuable YouTube content. Um, he's in the USA, but he's a man of global stature. He's got life itself down to a beautiful science. Um, remember though, what is good for these multimillionaires may not be the best path for you specifically as a beginner. So take everything with a grain of salt, right? Really do your due diligence, make sure you're, you're choosing the right path for you. And when in doubt, go back, follow the S and P 500 as previously mentioned. Now listen to differing viewpoints to really expand your knowledge. Um, so listen to people that don't necessarily, you know, so if you're listening to something on Bitcoin, then listen to somebody that's pro gold and anti Bitcoin, get every perspective you can. It, it can only help you, uh, beware of confirmation bias where you only listen to things that support your predetermined decisions and um, just really learn as much as you can. In addition, when I say networking, I literally mean get a peer group that is into investments, that is into you know stock market investing, crypto investing, anything like that. Um, this, this can only uh, give you an advantage don't necessarily, you know, drop everything and listen to what they say. If they say, oh, they've got a hot stock or something like that, always do your due diligence. But still, you, you can't go wrong with having a, a peer group that's going to motivate you. They might give you information that can give you an advantage. So you've done your homework and uh, you're ready to um, look into taking a little bit more risk in your portfolio, right? So while leaving most of your portfolio into anchors like the Vanguard S&P 500, you can then dip your toe into the waters of higher risk stock trading or even crypto, right? Just remember to treat this amount as a gamble because that's what it is. Know you could lose your money. Don't even count it in your net worth. But if things go well, as they do sometimes, you could see some dramatic profits, some of which should go back into your relatively stable Vanguard or other anchors. Um, the rest of your profits can be used to intelligently fish for more winners. Know the companies and technologies like crypto you're buying like the back of your hand before hitting that buy button. Don't buy on the mere advice of a YouTuber. Do some serious due diligence first. I know I keep hammering that in, but if I look back, especially over the last year and my early trades, this was um, a common mistake. Uh, that I personally made. So I'm, I'm hammering it in for you guys now. It's, it seems to be a common mistake for many beginner traders. Um, so it's worth it to do that due diligence. And don't be afraid to wait for a better price, right? So you know an investment is a good one, fundamentally. It meets your standards. It's, uh, it's a good company, right? You want to you wanna own part of it. But per your research, it's overpriced right now, then just wait, right? You can put it on your watch list within your bank account. I know well simple offers that most of them do, right? You can just put the stock in your watch list, monitor your price and buy it when it's uh, at the price that you think is a good deal for it. Now you won't be able to perfect this timing, but you can try your best to make it work in your favor. You know, uh, they often say you can't time the market, which is so true, but I believe you can try and that it's possible on the attempt to try that at least you won't make it worse for yourself. Um, Note that some investors advocate not trying at all. They say buy steady amounts on a time basis, 
right? Like every Friday, put $100 into the stock or the crypto you like and just buy it at whatever it is. And this strategy known as dollar cost averaging or DCA has proven profitable over time to many. But I think it could be stepped up a little bit, right? Like if you know your threshold, you know, if you know $10 is a good price for this stock, uh, but right now it's sitting at 14, then you can wait a week, see if it comes down a little bit, right? Wait two weeks. Um, don't necessarily have to buy in when it's overpriced. Buy one of your buy in a little bit more of a stock that you have in your portfolio that's underpriced right now, that's undervalued. Um, so that you can choose what you're bolstering. And I think um, that most likely you could improve your results, even if just by a small amount, which will add up over time. Um, okay, my final thoughts. Wealth grows in waves, from my observation, right? As in your wealth will dip, as you buy new investments or get hit with expenses, your net worth will dip, right? But then as your assets start to make you money, it will rise up again, hopefully to a higher point than before. And then it will dip again and move back up, right? And if you look at this on a chart, it looks like waves. But ultimately, in the long run, um, your portfolio, the S&P &P 500 at the least, will be up. You know, these waves continuously move upwards. They have since the very beginning of, of trading in the stock market. And um, so if you picked out investments with good fundamentals, uh, then in the, in the long run, your portfolio will be up, you know, even though it might take years to, to do this, right? And some people worry, um, okay, this is a final thought now, don't worry. But uh, some people worry, some people are concerned that what if their investments go all the way to zero? A super big, terrible crash that doesn't recover in time for the retirement window, right? That's, uh, that's the risk of the market. And my thought is, if this happens, you're going to have much bigger problems on your hands, right? This kind of total economic collapse would likely revert people to bartering as money would be near worthless and there will be either chaos or excessive order, both of which would eliminate the freedoms provided by capitalism and render concepts like investments for the working and middle class as the pipe dreams they were only a few hundred years ago. Um, so if it goes to zero, I'm saying you're going to have bigger problems. Um, so uh, you still have to choose your own level of risk, the, the things you're comfortable with. Um, but if you're uh, late in life, starting late in life like me, it's a really good idea to consider starting right now if you haven't already. Uh, so concludes today's podcast. Happy trading. Do you have any Instagrams you would like to share with us before you go? Now, I am so glad that you asked. I have at Canada Stock Market. At Canada Stock Market. This is sharing my Canadian investment journey in real time. I have at Baby Dragon Fitness. At Baby Dragon Fitness. This is my Shopify e-commerce store. And I also have at Baby Dragon Canada. At Baby Dragon Canada. This is my certified digital marketing company located in Victoria, BC.
I am a certified digital marketing expert located in Victoria, BC, and I'm working with a fantastic graphic designer from Victoria, BC as well. Learn more at babydragoncanada.com or find us on Instagram at babydragoncanada.com.